time to welcome in Ahmed Rizko, Chief Investment Officer of Insignio. Ahmed, thanks so much for being here. Happy Friday. Friday to you. Happy Jobs Friday, I should say. Kevin Hanks just ran us through the numbers. 261,000 jobs added last month. Unemployment rate ticked higher to 3.7%. Wages also ticked a little bit higher than expected, up 0.4%. So I really want to kind of hone in on that, Ahmed, and just ask you what you think that means for the Fed's next moves. Does it change anything? No, to tell you the truth, I don't think the number was enough of a surprise in either direction, either up or down, to really kind of change the Fed narrative coming out of this week. Uh, you're still seeing basically that the U.S. Uh, labor market is still quite strong. And uh, we are, though, seeing signs of weakness. We're not seeing it yet in the data. Uh, but keep in mind, just in the last 48 hours, we've had a ton of companies, mostly in the tech space, announce either uh, hiring freezes or actual layoffs. So um, we think the labor market data is going to start deteriorating here rather shortly, but it's still, but it's, it's still not something we've seen quite yet. Okay, I want to talk about your economic forecast in just a second, but first let's stick with the Fed. Do you think that we've seen the last of the 75 basis point hikes at this point? I do. Uh, I think obviously a lot of the attention was paid to the, uh, the hawkish press conference, if you could say, from, from Chair Powell. Uh, but something that's been lost is that the, the statement was actually uh, uh, on the dovish side. And I think what that's showing or reflecting is that there is some tension building up in the Fed. There are some people in that dovish camp. Obviously, Chair Powell is perhaps in the hawkish camp where he wanted to push back against that in the conference uh, afterwards. But I think uh, as the economic data uh, continues to deteriorate here in the coming days, as the inflation data comes down, as we expect it to be, I think you'll see that those dovish voices will start making themselves heard even more than they have over the uh, past couple of weeks. But the data is pretty lagging. So, right. and we know the Fed is data dependent. So ultimately, where do you think that terminal rate is going to end up? Yeah, look, uh, obviously, as we get nearer to 2023, it becomes harder, let's say, or, or to shift away from what the market's expecting. Otherwise, the Fed would push back against it. Right now, uh, the market's expecting that terminal rate to end somewhere around five, just slightly above five percent. Um, I, I would be surprised if it gets higher than 4.75, 4.5. Um, I, I think we're going to have uh, one more rate hike of 50 basis points in December. Um, and then you're going to see the Fed really, you know, the data coming in much weaker by then, which at, at, at that point, the Fed's going to have to moderate the pace. I think you might get another 25 basis point rate hike after that, uh, potentially one more. But I really don't see it going much higher than what the current forecasts are. So when it comes to, I mean, that certainly would make the, the market happy, I think. But when you actually think about where this economy is heading, is there still a chance for a soft landing? Or do we just have to accept at this point that a recession is coming next year? No, we, we do think there is a chance. In fact, in our forecast, we put about a one in three chance of a soft landing. Now, I do want to point out to listeners that is slightly down from where we had it a few months ago, partly because the economic data has stayed so strong that the Fed has had to push up that terminal rate forecast, making a recession that much more likely. So that window definitely has narrowed. So we do share that view with the Fed that the window for a soft landing has narrowed. But we still think it's not, in, not, not insubstantial, I should say, around 30 percent. 
So given that there still is at least one more interest rate hike on the horizon and there's a one in three chance of a soft landing, where do you think stocks go from here? Yeah, I, I can't really see stocks rallying too hard here into the year end. We think that might be something that's more phenomenon for later on in the year once the Fed actually formally pivots. Um, but I, I still think stocks will struggle. That's the most likely scenario. I don't think they're going to have much weakness from here, though. I do want to point that out. The only scenario where we do see uh, material weakness in the stock market from current levels is in a hard landing or a severe recession, which is something that we define as some, uh, uh, a recession where the unemployment rate goes above 6%. We only think there's about a 15% chance of that happening. So that's really the only place where we do see uh, a sort of a, a massive drop from here in the stock market. And we just, that's just not our base case. So if there's not a lot of upside from here, or maybe any upside from here, but also not a lot of downside, how do you want to position yourself in this current market? Yeah, I think if you're a, a global, global multi-asset allocator, I think the way to do it is through the bond market. Um, we are on the verge, on the cusp uh, of becoming bullish on, on, on rates, which is something that we haven't been for over two years. Uh, we've actually been underweight for most of that time. We recently turned neutral on rates. Um, we think there's an opportunity for us to turn bullish here on rates uh, sometime soon. And when it comes to equities, what's on your list for when you ultimately do decide it's a buying opportunity? Yeah, we, we frankly, we like markets outside the U.S. Uh, a lot more. Um, we're going to perhaps be buying or, or seeking opportunities in Europe and elsewhere. And within the United States, uh, we're, still we're still staying away from mega cap tech and the big sort of uh, the big market cap uh, portion of the S&P 500. We still think that transition has a ways to go. So we're still sticking to the more cyclical value plays as we still think there's room for those to run. All right, we have to leave it there. Ahmed Risco, Chief, Invest Chief Investment Officer in Insignio, thank you so much for your insights and for your picks. Thank you.